This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo. I'm here with our co-host, Tony Shore. How are we doing today, Tony? I'm alive and awake today, Chris. <laughs> uh, just, I'm just muted. Uh, okay. I, I wanted to let you talk. I thought you'd talk for a while there. Uh, I am great. I've had a good week. I'm alive and awake this morning. I need to still okay. drink some more coffee to keep up with you. I know you've been going strong. Speaking of needing coffee, uh, this time of year, I don't know how you do it. With uh, You guys do all the tax yeah. taxes and yeah, for your clients and Wow. Yeah, so so um, I thought today we'd talk a little bit about, because uh, nobody wants to talk about it, nobody wants to think about it, it's about long-term care and nursing homes. No, oh, It's never yeah. going to happen to them. Um, right. So I'll give you a couple stories. Uh, actually, it happened to my dad, and so um, this is a um, close to home. That's why we really, we brought in Matt to do a lot of our elder care planning. So the story of my dad was, um, my dad had eight brothers and sisters, including himself. Oh, wow. So six or seven of them died early of heart attacks, right? So my dad's mm. like, well, I'm never going to nursing home, right? Don't don't waste your time drafting all those fancy documents. I just like, I'm not, I'm not going to go to nursing home. So sure enough, I drafted the fancy documents years and years ago, and he, he wouldn't sign them. Like, it's not going to happen to me, right? Because it's not going to happen to me. So lo and behold, my dad gets um, Lewy body's disease, which is uh, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's kind of mixed together. Yeah. So he he's pretty good. He's functional. He does all his daily living. You know, he takes his own showers and baths and stuff. He doesn't drive anymore. But uh, eventually the, the disease is going to get worse and um, consume him. So the last year of his life, he uh, he needed a um, a hip replacement. So he, he went in to get a hip replacement. And when he was rehabbing, um, out of the blue, my mom needed a knee replacement. So now my mom oh. couldn't stay at home and watch him. And uh, so oh we, ended up, we ended up putting my dad in a nursing home where he spent mm -hmm. um, the last seven months of his life. And, and it was a good facility and all that. But we spent you know, close to a hundred grand um, on nursing home Yikes. cares, which uh, we never thought we'd spend. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, Tony, you know, my dad, uh, I sold produce for a living, you know, so, you know, yep. a lot of tomatoes and, and potatoes to, to come <laughs> up with a hundred grand. So, yeah, but the lesson really there is that he could have saved the money if he would have just did the, I'm like, dad, I'm like, I'm not charging you to, <laughs> to do the documents. Right. So just <laughs> sign the document. No, no, I'm not going to yeah. sign. So anyhow. So there we are, oh. a grand short from my mom. So I was doing a few tax returns this uh, this past week, and um, one person needed twenty four hour in home care. One person uh, was in a nursing homes, and you know, at the end of the day, all well, it's nice we get to write it all most of it off, and uh, mm -hmm. we they don't they don't owe any taxes this year. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> but the one in the um, in home care spent about. Um, about a hundred and fifty thousand dollars 
Oh, because she had care 24-7. So she had three shifts, eight-hour shifts that people come in in the house. Um, so, and another one who was in a nursing home spent 120000 because it's it's about $10,000 a month here. So, it you know, it's not... For the first lady, it's not so awful because she's uh, she's single, right? So she right. You know, like spend it all, do what you need to do. But if you have someone at home, and like my mom, my mom could use the extra hundred grand, right? So yeah, um, I just thought we'd talk about it and the statistics about it. Um, the statistic blows my mind every time I say it. Two out of three people. Two out of three over the age of 70 will spend some time in a facility. So two out of every three people will need long-term care at some point. If you, if you reach the age of 70. So yeah, um, from 70 over. So, and I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's more, it is actually, I read the, the stats on this recently and it's more than one out of every three over 65. So, um, it's, you know, if you think it's not going to happen to me, yeah. it's probably going to happen. Yeah. If it doesn't happen to you, it'll happen to your spouse. Uh, well, and so. for the win- if, if there are any women listening, um, you're more likely than the, the guy because you live longer. You live longer. And the reality is you probably take care of the husband at home until he passes away. And then there's no one there to take care of you, especially, uh, you know, we have a lot of um, extended families, you know, like my, my kids, live in Denver and in Washington, DC. If I went in a nursing home, there's no, you know, they're not coming back here to, you know, wipe my ass. So, <laughs> but, uh, so, so any, so, yeah, yeah, so to speak. So, um, so it's really important because basically how the Medicaid system works, I, I kind of look at it as your left pocket and your right pocket. So right now, I wish I knew how to do this better, but I was going to do a PowerPoint for us and we'll probably do it another time. But so conceptually, Sure things are, uh, Medicaid's not going to pay until you are under a certain asset limit. So, because their concept is like Medicaid's really just for the poor. If you have assets, you should you should pay for it yourself, right? Right. So, if you're single, it's very limited. So, if you're single, you can keep a house, you can keep a car, you can keep a funeral plan, and about two thousand dollars. Okay. If you're married, you you can keep all those things. Plus, you can keep half of your assets up to hundred about one hundred thirty thousand dollars. So it's not half your assets; it's half of them up to one hundred thirty. So if you have a million dollars of assets, you don't get to keep five hundred; you get to keep one hundred thirty. So until you spend that money down, so you get into the Medicare Medicaid limits, you have to pay pay for it yourself. Yeah. So Medicare doesn't cover long-term care. That's a misconception a lot of people have. And then they say, well, okay, Medicaid does. No, not Mm -hmm. unless you're, I mean, for a lot of people, you have to be pretty much broke. Like $2,000 in your home is all they're going to leave you with. Well, and it's even worse because if say, uh, Tony, you're single and you go in and um, let's say they, you have a $300,000 house. And by the time you're gone, they spend $200,000 on your care. They put a lien on your house, at least here in Ohio, for the two hundred thousand dollars they 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 uh, spent on you. So when your loved ones go to sell the house, they have to pay off that lien. 
Yeah. So you're not painting a pretty picture here. It's, it's tough, but I know why you're doing this. It's to wake up the listeners out there to the, the harsh realities of the cost of long-term care and healthcare in general in retirement. A lot of people think I hit 65 Medicare will take care of me. I don't have to worry about that expensive health insurance anymore. Medicare only takes care of up to a hundred days and up to it, which means if they diagnose you that you're not getting better, so you have Alzheimer's, you're not yeah. getting better. You're done. You're off Medicare. So right. You're off Medicare. So you're yeah. on your own. So there's this other misconception that the nursing homes take houses, they take your cars, they take your bank account. They, look, they don't take anything. So when you want to get you want your mom in the nursing home in March, here's the bill. It's ten grand. Either pay the bill or take your mother out. Yep. Here's the here's the bill for April. It's ten grand. Yep. Pay the bill. Take your money. They're not in the business of owning houses and owning cars and nope. and trying to recoup assets. Basically, you're renting space for them for that month. You pay the rent or you leave. So yeah. Now you know where people get into trouble are. There's this uh, look back period we talked about before. A look back period is five years. Five years currently. When we first started this, it was 24 months. Then it went to 30 months. Then it went to 36 months. Now it's 60 months. And there's talk about making it 72 months. So for the listeners, a look back period is basically this. So if you give away money within five years of going into the facility, or I'm not saying five years, you know, so you want Medicaid to pay. So Medicaid's going to look sure. back at all your assets for the last five years and go through all your bank accounts and say, hey, we see you gave $30,000 away to your uh, your nephew, Tony. And they said, well, that was just a gift that, you know, and that was four years ago. Well, $30,000 could pay for three or four months of care. So for the next three or four months, we're not so th- there's a penalty there for four months. We're not paying for those four months, but we don't have any money left. We don't care. We're just not paying for those four months. You find somebody else to pay for you. So the, the penalty period is if you give the money away within five years, and let's say it's $10,000 a month, you give away $100,000. They say, look, you could have paid for 10 months on your own. So we're not paying. For Come back in 10 months, right? We're not, we're not paying for those 10 months. So, it happens more than enough, often was that people either give money um, to their children, which is not the greatest thing to do because if the children spend it, um, yeah, who's going to pay for the care? Or children get divorced, right. children get car accidents. You know, children get divorced, you lose, you potentially lose half that money to that no good son-in-law who was <laughs> never good enough for your daughter anyhow. So. Right. Um, right. Have you been talking to my mother-in-law? Yeah. That sounds like something she would say. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so it's really, uh, it's, it, it, it's really penal. So we, we want to make sure you do it the right way. So there are um, specialized trusts that we use, different than your ever, everyday living trusts that you hear about time and time again, either on the radio or on the TV or the internet. You know, your typical living trust does nothing to protect your assets for uh, this Medicaid, uh, Medicare, Medicaid spend down. So um, primarily because you have too much control over it. If you have too much control sure. over the assets, then um, Medicaid says, well, if you have control over it, go take the money out of the trust and, and pay for your own care. So we do, we create the specialized trust. We call it our heritage trust. We, we can move assets into it, uh, houses, 
Um, so we like to move the house in so that there is no lien on the house if something happens later, because if the house is out of the, um, out of the uh, uh, look back for five years, then there's no potential lien. It's called a state recovery here that they can uh, slap that lien on the house. We try to also move assets that are non-qualified, which means any non-retirement accounts we'd like to move in there. So if we had to, you would leave the retirement assets in, in the person's name and let them live off the retirement assets for at least the next five years and try and protect the stuff that we put in what we call the right pocket. So so it's it's a game that we have to play because unfortunately our our government would rather spend money on Mars than spend money helping uh, our, our retirees. I mean, we, yeah, don't, they, don't get me started. Yeah. I mean, they waste so much money on things that, um, uh, yeah, let's not get started there. So, I mean, we can, yeah. we can have a whole <laughs> program on yeah. that. Well, yeah, yeah. my, you, you hit on, you hit on my two biggest pet peeves with our government and the way they spend years and veterans. Oh. And they don't the 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 VA is not up to snuff. They don't spend enough money yeah. to take care of our veterans and their health care, and they don't do enough to help our seniors. I, I and, and you know I'm not uh, I, I'm not Mister Liberal, but I do think that's where our government tax money should be spent. Sure. So anyway, I'll get off my and, 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 and I could go I, on on that. Yeah, and I don't think any red blooded American would disagree with that. So I mean, yeah, personally, I like. The military, I don't think they should pay tax on their income. No, no, I mean, they do, but I mean, I don't think they should. Pay, I mean, and I don't think they should pay tax on their retirement funds either. So, um, no. especially what's going on uh, across the world right now, uh, you know, yeah, they're the they're the front line. They're putting their lives yep. on their line. So, so the big the big thing is, so what do you do? So, um, and you have to do it before it's you know this. Now, now look, if you can't. Do the five-year planning because you don't have five years left. Or you're going into the nursing home within the next few months. There's still stuff you can do. It might not be the best you can do. Like if you had five years to plan, but there's still stuff you can do. We can get Matt in and he knows all the ins and outs of uh, how to save, you know, rather save half the loaf of bread than none of it. Right. So there is stuff right. you can do. Right. But the general public doesn't know it. They just think you just have to spend it all until you're broke. So, um, it's a game we have to play. It's an unfortunate game we have to play. And I, and I tell our clients, look, I, I would love not to have to do this, but you want to save the money. This is how we do it. So we create this trust. We put the house in, we put the non-retirement assets in. And as you're getting closer and closer to maybe potentially going in, uh, maybe we even do the retirement assets. So the retirement assets, what we would have to do is first, we'd have to take it out of the retirement account, pay the taxes, and then then potentially move over the 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 after-tax money there. So, so that way we can potentially save some of that too. So m most of the planning right now is like, if we can move everything other than your IRAs over, um, maybe you can live off your IRAs for the rest of your life. And, you know, hopefully you're one of the, the three that don't go in, but if you don't, you at least limit your exposure on, on how much you're going to spend down because, you know, I was doing a little PowerPoint presentation, um, uh, fair, but you know, that was like, you have a $300,000 house, you have, you have some investments, your, your total net worth is maybe a million dollars and, and not everyone has a million dollars. But, um, the thing is that people, uh, don't understand is this save half your assets up to 130. So the millionaire has to spend even more to get down to 130. Right. So, 
You know, right. if you have a million dollars of assets outside your house, you have to spend, you know, nine, $870,000 to get down to 130. So, um, and 130 is not a lot of money to just, if you're the surviving spouse and you have 20 years to live, um, cause the average, believe it or not, the average, um, widow, is strange, but the average widow lives about 14 years longer than the husband. Yep. Yep. So, so if you have 14 years left and you only have a hundred, let's say 140,000, that's $10,000 a year. That's not a lot of money to um, do the things you no. want to do in retirement, you know, maybe take vacations, see the grandkids. Maybe you want to go to Florida, Arizona and get out of the snow in the winter. So it's really important for the listeners, you uh, even if you're not in that, maybe your parents are going to be in that situation. You know, I don't want to yeah. say they're spending your retirement, but um, that's happening with my yeah. mother-in-law right now. And, it, um, and uh, we have a situation with my grandfather on my side and my mother-in-law, my, my, my wife's mother uh, who ha- has a bunch of money and could have given it to the kids to go to college or something. But um, now she's in, assisted living and soon probably long-term memory care. Yeah. So, and uh, Medicaid, you know, it's not paying, well, first of all, it's not paying for assisted living, right? So that, that's going to be on your, right? So there's, there's so much into this, you know, there's different levels of care. There's in-home, then there's assisted living, and then there's a, uh, you know, um, where you need some more care. And then eventually uh, maybe a nursing home or even on, when it gets worse, be on the memory side of nursing home care and the memory care side is even more expensive. You know, that's right. Yeah, memory 10. care is crazy. So yes, my dad was on memory care because of his uh, Louis body's disease. So, I mean, yeah, that can be 15,000 bucks a month. So it's yeah. just uh, crazy. So there are things yeah, you can do. There are things you can do, but the the answer is, and the good news here, uh, let's make sure we really drive this point home, Chris, is if you have a plan, if you have an estate plan in place and you have a plan to cover health care and retirement, um, and people say, well, I'm not going to have that kind of money. Well, if you have a plan in place, it will help greatly. And there right. are ways to help cover it. I mean, there are people say, well, long-term care is too, insurance is too much and I might never get yeah. that money back. Well, there are other options. I know right. you have a number right. of strategies. I mean, it, let's say somebody has a fixed indexed annuity. You can get a long-term care writer on that right. to help cover part of it. Or uh, like you said, you at least want the estate planning side intact so you don't, it doesn't put that burden on your children or grandchildren so yes. or your spouse. Yeah. So, so most of what you read on the internet about avoiding probate, avoiding probate, avoiding probate, avoiding probate, avoiding probate, um, that's all fine and dandy. And we want to avoid probate. To be honest with you, look, the biggest expense in probate is what, Tony? The attorney. Exactly. So yeah, you, the, the you, reason, well, the reason you, <laughs> well, the reason you get a $20 will from people is because mm-hmm. maybe they're going to make 10 grand when they do your estate. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, and like here in our County, we have a, um, a fee schedule that's based solely on the value of the assets. So you could have one account with a million dollars in it and it might run you $40,000. I don't know the number right now, but it's based on percentages, right? So, sure, sure. So the whole thing about avoiding probate is a great thing. Well, like we want to do that, but if you spend it all on the nursing home, there's going to be nothing to probate anyhow. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and we've had people, you know, 
because either they, you know, the word's not out there or they have the wrong type of trust. And they said, well, you know, the attorney said this was going to protect my assets and lo and behold, it's not. And now they already, now they already have some dementia and it's too late to do the five-year plan. So look, we're here for the people to do that. Um, Come in and talk to me or Matt. It's just, it's such an expensive endeavor. I'll tell you, Tony, we, we've actually incorporated into our, uh, into our uh, client service agreement is we talk about this, we map it out on the whiteboard. And if you say no, we have you sign off that you're saying no. Yeah. So when you spend the half a million dollars on a nursing home and the kids come back and say, Hey, Chris, I thought you wrote a book on this. So how come you didn't protect mom's assets? Well, mom and dad said they didn't want to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's tough. And and people need to know. And I think this is we're headed toward I mean, people are going through it now, but more and more people as people live longer and longer and costs go up. This has become a national crisis. People aren't planning ahead. And so, you know, people are sitting there with 600,000 or a million in the bank. They think I'm set. Uh, and then yeah. all of a sudden they need memory care. Like my mom has all sign or uh, has um uh, Parkinson's. And so we're worried about the and, Louis and, bodies and, and, and Parkinson's could last a long time. She's had it a long time and, yeah. and she lived with it fine because they've come up with some great medication, but now, uh, now and, it's really starting and, to take. And, and, that, and that's even, uh, you mentioned that, that that's even more reason to, because the medications and the, the, um, these diseases are lasting longer, right? So, yeah. so Alzheimer's could last 10 years where it used to only last two, right? So, right. um, so, you know, this is being a little ludicrous, but you know, you think everybody wants Alzheimer's cured. It's probably a big faction. I shouldn't really say this on air, but you know, does all, do all the nursing oh, no, homes, want, do all, do all, all the nursing true. homes on Medicaid, uh, nurse, do all the nursing homes in this country want uh, Alzheimer's cured? Yeah. Do the drug companies want to stop right. selling the uh, medication right. to to get them through? Right. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to question, you know, the motivation. Obviously, one of the biggest um, profit centers for all these assisted living centers that have popped up because oh. of the aging population. Uh, memory care is just a, yeah. it, it's a cot. They just charge through the roof and yeah. yeah. And, we're, and we're just getting at the tip of it, right? It's just the beginning of the baby boomers getting there. So yep. I'm at, I'm at the end of the baby boomers. I'm, um, I think I'm the last year or two or the baby boomers, but the, you know, all those people. So I'm going to be don't look si a day over 30 though. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to be uh, uh 60 this year. So you figure wow. the people that are 75 to 60, um, those that's the baby boomer generation. That's going to go through all yep. these nurses. I mean, it's we have one going, end, yeah. we have one going up across the street. It is a city block long. Yep. Just, They're massive. Just, yeah. So, so, you know, whatever you take out of this, you know, come see us, uh, besides doing taxes and investments, we do this planning because what was the point of saving you taxes and saving you money and, and growing your money and then you're going to spend it all in nursing home. So there are, there are ways to save money and it's never too late. So we have people going to nursing home next month. There's still stuff we can do. We might not be able to save everything, but we might be able to save a good portion of it. So uh, come and talk to us. Either uh, call us at 216-485-1040. Uh, it's the law office number or anselmolaw.com. Either way, you can get a hold of us. Um, and we'd be glad to sit down and potentially help you.
All right. Well, that sounds great, Chris. And great show. Uh, I mean, it's really important, you know, uh, here on the road to retirement, uh, you have to make these plans. And so uh, give that phone number one more time before we go. Uh, 216-485-1040. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And that does it for today's episode. Thanks, Chris. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.